Hey girl, welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm an entrepreneur obsessed with giving you actual tools to help take you from where you are now to where you want to go in your life, career, and relationships. And this podcast, it's all about real talk and having some fun as we share incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. Girl, I am so excited that you're here for today's episode because we're talking all about catastrophizing and how you might be unintentionally making things harder for yourself, whether you're catastrophizing on a daily basis or, you know, in your schedule, your life, how you think about your life in this season, or even just how you're navigating the world in the current state at large. I want to share with you today how I reframe when I catch myself catastrophizing and then how I really just like pick myself back up when I'm starting to, you know, say those BS stories in my head that really aren't serving me and starting to do that like negative spiral thing that we all do. So we're going to talk about all of this today. I'm so pumped about this topic, but before we dive in, I want to make sure you know, if you have a podcast idea on your heart, like you want to start your own podcast, I've got a course that is going to help you get this thing launched and out into the world and make this dream a reality. And I love our podcasting course. It's called She Goes Podcasting. It's designed to take you from idea to actually launching your podcast in four weeks. It's unlike any other course out there because it's super intimate. We take a limited amount of women in our course every month. And how it works is essentially you get access to video content where we teach you all about content creation and format of your podcast and niche. Of course, we teach you the technical side of things, recording, equipment, editing, how to actually cultivate community around your podcast, to fall in love with the process of podcasting and really just get hyped about it. And then what's cool is because it's an intimate group, you get access to me to get your questions answered in real time. And you have this built-in hype squad. We do group Zoom calls. You get access to a Facebook group as you're going through the course. And then after you actually launch your podcast, we move you into the whole ecosystem of all of the graduates that have gone through our course. I freaking love helping women get their stories and messages out into the world. And I I know how much podcasting has changed my entire world and business. So I love helping women do this, especially because I don't know if you know this, only 20% of podcasters are female. So we need a lot more women out there sharing their message with the world. So if you have a podcast idea on your heart, text podcast course to 512-548-2728. Again, text podcast course to 512-548-2728. These spots go very quickly just because there's no courses like this and it's so intimate. Um, So make sure that if you've got this idea, we can chat more about it. If you're on my text list, that's the same number. So if you get my pump up text, um, you can just text podcast course there and then I'll give you the rundown or you could always DM me on Instagram too. So All right. Just wanted to make sure that you were in the loop about our introduction podcast course. She goes podcasting. Now let's get on the same page here. Because you know here, I like to think of us like we're girlfriends. We're chatting over coffee or wine or a spicy margarita, whatever. But here's the thing. I'm not the friend that you're going to go to if you've got a bad five minutes and you're in this mode where you want to milk it all day and ride off the whole day and just be like, it's just a crappy whole day and it's only been a crappy five minutes. I'm not the girl to go to. Maybe you've got a friend that was going to let you sit in it. I'm probably not that 
friend. I'm just going to be real with you. Or if you're in this season where you've got like a lot on your plate and you're telling yourself some really crappy stories saying that you can't handle it, right? Or you've got a lot of positive things happening to you and you're saying you're that you're not worthy of it. I know that you're wildly capable. I know that you can handle it. I'm going to be the friend that I'll let you complain or if you want to whine for a second or you want to get irrationally mad or you want to have like a really good, juicy, ugly cry like the kind where you're on your bathroom floor and you get all that snot and mascara and it like gets all up in your mouth or if you're wearing glasses, you have to be like, wah, 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 like squeegee off your glasses because it's just like hot mess express cry. I'll let you do that. I think it actually helps. But then... I want to help you pull it back together. I want to help you get back up and change your perspective because life is short. And I don't want you to sit around at your own pity party every damn day when instead you should be building a life that you're obsessed with, right? So truly, we need to talk about catastrophizing because it's this thing that we do as humans. It's very normal um, where we exaggerate in a massive way when things are going maybe not the way that we expected or the way that we want to. And we often go to this worst case scenario in our head. It's a coping mechanism. And it's really often a way that we manage future anxiety. Or in some cases, we catastrophize to try and get attention or sympathy, even if we don't really realize that we're doing that. Or we catastrophize to try and get connection, right? Like if we're talking about how bad everything is and we can find somebody else to talk about how bad everything is, then we can connect off of that. And it's not always healthy and it's not always the best coping mechanism, but it's something that we do as humans. And we do it in like very subtle ways in our day-to-day life. Like, for example, (laughs) I love to think about this example. Set the scene. You're running late for work, right? You go into your kitchen, you're scrambling. You're like, ah, you're trying to find the Tupperware, right? You got your smoothie. Of course, you're going to knock over your smoothie on the counter and then you're going to go to wipe it up and you're wearing a white shirt. You're going to lean too far over the counter. It's going to get on your white shirt. Then you got to go in the closet. You're like, I have no other white shirts. I have nothing that matches. So you got to change your pants, got to change your shirt. And then you're like, ah, I'm running really late. You run to your car, you get into your car. You realize that you're stuck behind the slowest driver ever. And then you're hitting every single red light. And you're like, oh, of course this happened to me today is just not going to be a good day. This is just going to be a crappy day. But in reality, it's been a crappy 20 minutes. And we just already decided that we're going to write the day off. We're going to start to look for everything to confirm that to be true because that's what our brains do, right? Throughout the entire day, because of this bad 20 minutes in the morning, we might start acting crankier, you know, with our coworkers, or maybe we're even short with people that love us that are just like, Hey, how's your day going? You're like, man, it's crappy. Right. Or we're complaining to people that are going to let us complain to them. And they're going to react to what we're projecting out into the world. And then we're going to get more evidence that today is just a crappy day. And we're going to ride off the whole damn day. We've all done that before myself included, right? It's called being human. Welcome to the club. There's 7 billion of us, but I truly think that it becomes a real problem when that becomes a pattern. And then we start to do this whole catastrophizing thing on a broader scale, like with our schedule or with our life. We feel like maybe we catastrophize because we feel like we've got a lot going on. And then one more thing gets added to our plate and we just blow up like, ah, I just don't have time to fit all of this in. I'm so busy, right? When we say I'm so, so busy, which is so socially acceptable in our culture to say I'm busy all the time, our brain starts to look for all the reasons that we're busy, right? Or we say like, oh, life is so hard for us. It starts to look for all the responsibilities that we have and all the things that can be perceived as hard for us. I mean, think about it. 
right? Like you tell someone that you're busy, your brain is legit scanning for all of the reasons that you're so busy or all the reasons that you're so overwhelmed. We go into this list mode and we sometimes even like exhaust ourselves just looking at all of our to-do items, right? We do that when we're sad or when we're angry at someone, we go into this list mode. And I'm not saying that those list items aren't valid. It's just our perspective is in this catastrophizing mode where we're unintentionally getting ourselves really worked up and overwhelmed thinking about, you know, everything that we need to get done by next Friday. And it's only Monday or thinking about all of the things that this person has done to us to make us angry. When in reality, it's just this tiny little thing that we're blowing up. Why do we waste today's joy getting proactively stressed? It's unnecessary. It's super common, like a very common coping mechanism to catastrophize. But like, why do we think that this pre-stress about future stress is somehow going to protect us from being overwhelmed later? Why don't we just take it day by day and breathe a little bit, right? And, and I want to just tell you, sometimes I feel like we catastrophize And we talk about the ways that life is hard because we want someone else to sympathize with us, right? Or to have empathy for us. And we want to feel valid in our feelings. We want to be seen, heard, understood, loved. That's a basic human need. We want those things. And I just want to tell you friend to friend, I believe your feelings are valid. You're allowed to get overwhelmed or be cranky or be exhausted or just be frustrated. But there's a big difference in your quality of life if you're unintentionally getting yourself worked up often by catastrophizing, right? And, you know, it's funny, my fiance, Sina and I, we had to catch ourselves in real time. We were doing that. Like September is a really big month for us. We've got a lot of travel. We've got big projects kicking off a lot of really awesome things that we're super excited about. Social things on the calendar. It's a lot that we've got going on, right? And today we were even saying to ourselves, we're like, oh my gosh, we're going to have no time to do any of these things. How are we going to get together with these people? How are we going to get this done? And I had to stop us in real time, like in our tracks and say, wait a second, is this actually true? Right? Are we so busy? We can't manage it. Right? Is, Is this so overwhelming or are we creating this story? Should we actually look out at a calendar and like, look at the days that we're in Austin or look at the days that we have time to do certain things? right? In some indications, we get ourselves really worked up and overwhelmed and catastrophize. And it's an indication that we need to ask for help. But sometimes it's also just an opportunity for a perspective switch. Because honestly, what I'm seeing a lot of people do in the world right now, and maybe this will hit home with you too, is we're catastrophizing in our daily life. We're catastrophizing with our schedules and our busyness and our overwhelm and our hard. And then we're catastrophizing the world at large, And I'm not saying that there aren't bad things, you know, happening in the world at large or hard things that are happening in your life. I'm not trying to discredit the hard, right? Um, And I'm also not trying to like live in this land of like denial full of butterflies with like little rainbows coming out of my butt all the time. But I'm trying to be very cautious about the thoughts that I'm thinking, especially when I'm thinking about the world at large. We've got to be really cautious that we don't catastrophize in our head with COVID and government regulations and politics and everybody with their cousin having something to say about it on Facebook and the economy and global and social issues. There's a lot of tough, heavy stuff that can feel really freaking overwhelming. It's easy to think that the world, you know, and like think that the world is doomed, right? And look at all this negativity and get ourselves really worked up and stressed out and anxious. It's easy to do, but I'm going to challenge you to stop doing it, right? If you know that you're doing it, I care about you as a person and I want you to stop doing that. And here's the best way that I've learned to manage it. I just say, is it really 
that bad right now? Or can I find some good? What can I actually control? There's a lot of things that we can't control in this world, but we always can control our perspective. So when you catch yourself catastrophizing, what if you took a second right now and just thought, what are the good things that have happened to me today? Literally stop right now while you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you're walking your dog, you're doing your workout. Actually think about this. What are the good things that have happened to me today? What are the blessings in my life right now? Who are those people that just make my world go around that, gosh, I'm so grateful for those people, right? Like when I look at my life, what are the things that I'm doing right now or the things that I've got through or the perspective that I have that I'm really damn proud of, right? Gratitude has this way of like anchoring us when we're in one of those spirals or when we're catastrophizing, making everything seem super overwhelming and bad. And like when we're doing this in our life or in our schedule or when we're throwing a curveball, I love asking myself, how could this thing that seems super annoying or really inconvenient or just really hard that just came up, how could this actually have happened at perfect timing? Even if at first I'm catastrophizing, feeling like it's the worst thing ever. How is this thing that's really annoying? How could this actually teach me something? How could I grow through this? Even if this is inconvenient or hard, how could this be teaching me resilience? What could I be learning from this? How am I going to be better because of it? What am I learning from this that I couldn't have possibly learned if this thing didn't happen? Perspective is everything. So if catastrophizing is a default coping mechanism for you right now, it might be because you feel like things aren't in your control. or because you're looking for external validation, right? And we got to get honest with ourselves about this. Like this work on ourselves, like listening to a podcast like this and doing this personal growth work, it's not always sexy, but gosh, I'm grateful that you're doing it for you and for everybody around you that benefits as a byproduct, right? There's nothing wrong with you if you're catastrophizing. It's so human. In the world that we live in, there is so much going on right now, right? There's a lot of uncertainty in the world. But remember, the one thing that you can always have control over, the only thing that you can control is your thoughts and your perspective. You can always choose, because it's a choice, to look for the good. You can always choose to ask yourself better questions because then you're going to get better answers. You can always get validation if you are the one validating yourself. You are the one reminding yourself day in and day out how incredible you are as a human, how you're doing an amazing job humaning right now in the world that is so crazy and often overwhelming. You can look for the ways that you're dropping the ball or you can use that precious brain power, you know, to look for all of the ways that you're doing a great job right? You can get yourself worked up or you can take a deep breath. You can lean into gratitude. You can remind yourself that you've made it through 100% of your worst days, the toughest seasons, all of those damn curveballs that you've been dealt. You've got this too. I believe in you. I'm rooting for you. We're in this together and I'll talk to you soon, girl. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a girlfriend, like send it to her right now or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. I am so freaking grateful to be on this journey with you, girl. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon.